Hello everyone and welcome to the Commander's Forge. My name is Andy Bentley and I am your host. Now, the Commander's Forge is an area for me to talk about magic and Commander in ways that I enjoy it. And part of that is being a part of the overall community for Magic the Gathering. So before I get into my main topic later, I wanted to take a few minutes to bring something up. And that is my friend Shivam, Shivam Bhatt, the host of Casual Magic, lost his job the other day. And I understand not anybody and everybody can go to his Patreon and give him money. But we can help him by listening to his podcast. I will have a link to his Patreon as well as a link to his podcast on Spotify available in the description for this video. Shivam is just one of those great all-around guys, and I understand what it's like to lose a job. So, if I can help him in any way, I'm going to. That said... A little bit more about uh, community. I want to point out a podcast that's probably already better known than mine, and it's called Scry 7. Scry 7 is a podcast from Alex from the Spike Feeders and Chase, Mana Curves herself, where it's just this like nice, campy, almost new show between the two of them. But typically only about a half an hour long, and they're actually just a nice listen. So I would also like to point out them to you. So I'm going to have links to them in the description below. And, oh, uh, man. It's been a week. Uh, let's see. On Tuesday, I was invited to play on Andy Hull's stream. Uh, he is the co-host of the Commander's Brew. That was a fun game. Uh, I don't know if he's going to post the video anywhere, but the VOD might be up on his uh, Twitch channel. And then Thursday night, I played with uh, Zach and Ryan from Commander Social. And those were a couple of fun games. Especially pulling out that win with uh, my mono white deck in game two. Mm. So nice. I think what I'm trying to say is this show can be basically whatever I want it to be. And well, I might come in with deck techs every once in a while. I'm just here to talk about magic. And one of the greatest things about magic is isn't necessarily the cards themselves. It's the people that we meet playing the game. It's the Shivams of the world. It's the Andy Halls. It's the Ryan and Zachs. It's anybody and everybody that I've met, that I've formed a bond with through this game. There's... 
so much to the community. And yes, it does have its bad spots, but what community doesn't? So I just wanted to take, you know, these last few minutes to kind of point some of them out and uh, maybe throw a couple people their way. And hey, I'm not saying you have to continually listen to them. I'm just saying that I'm going to. That said, I'm going to kick this to a quick ad and then uh, we're going to talk about some things I'm a little apprehensive about coming up in Magic. Alright, welcome back. Now, let's talk about something that I'm a little apprehensive about. When Wizards announced their new expanded universe stuff, I... I'm on the fence about it. Because they lumped the Walking Dead secret lair into it. And this is not where I'm going to discuss everything on the secret lair of Walking Dead. It shouldn't have happened, but it did. That's all there is to it. I'm apprehensive because if they do it again the way they did the secret lair Walking Dead where it's functionally unique cards locked behind a paywall like Secret Lair, I'm going to have an issue with it. But so far they did say that the Warhammer 40k would be commander decks, and typically those are pretty readily available, and that the Lord of the Rings set is going to be a full set. So hopefully that means that it's priced like a normal set. But honestly, who knows until it actually happens. So I'm on the fence. This could be good or this could be horrible. I'm leaning towards good, but horrible's not off the table yet. I don't know. I just. I understand the appeal of crossing fandoms. I do. I really do. I just think it has to be done the correct way. That said, I really do like the thought of a Lord of the Rings set. I love Lord of the Rings. So I hope they do it right. And I hope that it's not just a good set, but done in a way that the people that want it can readily get their hands on the cards they want. Okay, now part two of this. Time Spiral Remastered. Uh, again, I like the idea. I definitely want to pick some up. And hold on to them for drafting after the pandemic, you know, goes away in 12 years. But it got me thinking, where else could they remaster a three-block set into a single draft set that people would enjoy? Because at first, my mind went to original Innistrad, but 
it's not so much original Innistrad's block that people want as original Innistrad just that set. I heard uh, Kamigawa thrown out there, but Kamigawa was not a great limited set. Yes, it had a ton of sleepers for Commander, but back then, they considered Kamigawa a bad set. The one that really pops into my mind for doing this kind of remaster for is actually a four-set block. That's not technically a four-set block. What I'm getting at is Lorwyn, Morningtide, Shadowmoor, all of those. But I feel like if we did that, instead of splitting all four into one set, I would split both into two blocks in or two sets into one box. So you would have both sides of the coin because Lorwyn becomes Shadowmoor through the Great Aurora. It would give you say you like drafted the first one, which would be the Lorwyn side. Then you draft the Shadowmoor side, which shows the shifted characters from Lorwyn. So, like, in Lorwyn, Riss is Riss the Exiled. Doesn't have his horns, he's on the run, all that jazz. In Shadowmoor, the elves are different. So, he is Riss the Redeemed. And he has his horns back. It really, I feel like that would be one of the best ways to do it. But again, what do I know? I'm just a nerd on the internet. So uh, I guess I'll leave you guys with this question. If Wizards could remaster any set, obviously we have to take into account the reserve list. What, uh, what set, what block... Would you like to see remastered as a draft set? But yeah, uh, I think that's going to wrap it up. Nice short episode. Uh, All the normal stuff. If you liked it, hit the like button. Consider subscribing if you're on watching it on YouTube. And uh, hit that bell for notifications. And with that... I will see you next time. That brings us to the end of the podcast. I would like to thank Nate and Erica Jacobs for designing my logo and Cody Mulpey and Ian Foss for allowing me to use a sample of music from their band, The Crypt. The podcast can be found on YouTube by searching Commander's Forge. The podcast is Commander's Forge, that is C-M-D-R underscore Forge on Twitter. I can be found on Twitter at BentsMister, that is B-E-N-T-Z-M-R. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next time. And until then, here's to fun games and sick plays.